0: podcast answer man episode number 338 entertaining educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference
1: this is gspn.tv join the community
0: hello everyone this is ray edwards from rayedwardspodcast.com and you're listening to the world's number one authority on how to podcast cliff ravenscraft He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your podcast, your business, and your life to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to this online world, if you have been doing this for many years, this is the podcast for you, a show to remind us that we can all do something to take our podcast and everything else we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends. In fact, sometimes that means rewriting the intro of how you Communicate what your podcast is about. Sometimes you want to even take that to the next level. I have been at a place where I understand what I love to talk about. And this, gosh, goes back all the way to, it was actually January 5th, 2012. It was episode number 243 of Podcast Answer Man. And at that time, the title of the show was called Producing Less Good Content To focus on producing more great content. And in that episode, I decided to announce to everyone that I was canceling six different podcast episodes or uh, podcast shows. At the time, there were a couple of them that were gonna be consolidated down into one podcast, being Podcast Answer Man. I was producing Podcast Answer Man every week at the time that I made this decision. And what was going on is Podcast Answer Man back prior to January 5th, most of the time every episode was devoted to uh, content related to the technical advice and answering questions related to what cable do I need to hook this up, what do I think about this digital audio recorder, Um, you you know, the technical aspects of podcasting. You know, what are interview tips for doing an interview and what kind of... Hardware Should I do what kind of software is available to do interviews and the reality is 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 that was a majority of the content that was covered on podcast answer man um, and and by the way I still had I, I still since uh, January 5th 2012 I still have that content sprinkled in to every episode but here's what else I had I had another show called social media serenity over at social media serenity.com And that podcast I was doing with Eric Fisher, and we had been doing it for well over a year, if not two, and we had been talking every week for about 30 minutes to an hour about a social media topic. And as a result of that, I almost made sure to exclude social media topics of conversation from Podcast Answer Man because I didn't want to talk about it here and also talk about it there. So, if we were going to talk about uh, Twitter and m- how to manage your followers, and you know, what does it mean to actually uh, have you know do an at reply at the beginning of your message? How that affects who sees your status update or doesn't see it? For example, did you know if you're using Twitter and you do at uh, reply with some like the little at sign and somebody's user ID? at the very beginning of your tweet and then say something to them, are you aware that nobody in your follower list will see that status update except for the people who follow you and also that person? So if I did at Eric J. Fisher, hey, looking forward to the show today, the only people who are following me who would see that would be people who are following both myself and Eric J. Fisher. Now, if I wanted to actually say something like that to Eric J. Fisher um, and I wanted everybody in my Twitter stream to also see that or my all the followers on Twitter to see that, then I could actually say, hey, at Eric J. Fisher, I'm looking forward to our show today. And then everybody will follow it, regardless if they're following Eric or not. And the and the whole thing is, is whether or not it starts with the at symbol and a username. So the little tips like that and things things related to that nature never made it into uh, Podcast Answer Man or very rare did it ever make. I mean, if it was something really huge, yeah, we would talk about it at length in Social Media Serenity and I might briefly cover it here at Podcast Answer Man. So then I had this show called, uh, as well, at the same time going on, I had another show called Business Tech Weekly where Andy Traub and I would actually get together, and every week we would talk about technology tools and tips on how to be more productive using technology to grow our small business. So we would talk about things like Evernote. We would talk about Gmail tabs and labels and Inbox Zero. We would talk about Google Docs and collaboration and sharing and all of these different things, all kinds of technology, uh, you know, time management software, things that just helps us grow uh, and scale what we're trying to do. Tools and technology that would help us uh, connect with each other relationally, Uh, customer relationship management software. We talk about not only what software is out there, but how we're using them. We talk about project management, you know, tools that would be very valuable to people who have a small business, which, by the way, you may not have a small business, you may not own your own business, you may not be working for yourself full-time or in the process of becoming a full-time, self-employed individual, but those people are my target audience. So that, that is who I most identify with, because guess what, that's who I am, and I most identify with people who are on a similar path or similar journey to myself, and that's who I feel most comfortable speaking to, because I can speak from my experience Rather than things that I'm just reading in a book somewhere, which is not a bad thing to do, but still, it's it's what I it's my sweet spot, if you will, and that's why I had a show devoted to social media, and we talked about how it you know we can build relationships to help foster and grow our small business, um, and not just for that purpose, obviously. but but how that all does work out and integrate with each other. That's why we had business technology talks about how we can grow our small business or become more effective in our business or more productive in our business. And then we had, um, hold on, I just got distracted by my calendar reminder that just pulled up here. Uh, I should have known to pull that down. Anyway, then I had another show called Successful Life Mindset. And Tracy Trost and I got together and we would talk about mindset, about positive thinking and about visualizing what you want to accomplish in the future. Uh, A recurring theme for us was about how to make our goals in life become reality. And and in fact, there's a formula. It's really simple. And this is one of those areas in life where it is simple. It is you want to you want to see something become a reality in your life. Well, number one, believe it's possible. Number two, make it a goal. Number 3, write it down physically. Number 4, tell other people about it, about it. And number 5, create a plan for getting for making that a reality. And then of course, number 6 is do something consistently that takes you closer and closer. Consistently take next steps to making that dream or that goal become a reality. And that's how you achieve everything in life if you really think about it, and and, and at least it, it is something that's proven. Uh, And then we would talk about that pretty consistently, and we would talk about how that applies to us and how we've been able to grow our business through those different things. So I had Successful Life Mindset. I had Business Tech Weekly. I had Social Media Serenity. And then I had Podcast Answer Man. And Podcast Answer Man, by and far and large, was my largest audience. We're talking um, it was, it was five times, maybe six times the size of the audience I had for each of those other shows individually. So, so matter of fact, it was, if you added all three of those shows together, it would be a podcast answer man audience. Was it probably twice the size of that? But the reality was that, you know, the people who were listening to social media serenity were probably, I would say at least 85 to 90% of them were the same people who were listening to Business Tech Weekly. And then I would say of those two that were listening to Social Media, Serenity, and Business Tech Weekly, I would say at least 60% of those people were listening to Successful Life Mindset, which was the smallest out of all the shows that I've just mentioned. So what happened was is... We're, I'm sitting here creating all of this content that is extremely valuable for my target audience and I'm creating it in multiple hours per week of content uh, but separately in different shows, talking to different people and Podcast Answer Man where I have my largest concentration of my target audience. We're not getting some of the greatest content and one of the and as a result of that, I I really do believe that Podcast Answer Man prior to January 2012 had really good content and successful life mindset had really good content and Business Tech Weekly had really good content and social media Serenity had really good content. Now, was I doing some other shows that I canceled? Yes, but they were not related to uh, content that would be targeted towards, you know, my target audience for this particular show. So as a result of all that, what I was doing, why was it really good content and not great content? The reality was is that I was spending multiple hours per week preparing for those shows. And so each of those shows got a a smaller amount of my attention, a smaller amount of my effort because I can't give 100% to everything. I gave a, a smaller percent than 100%. To each of those items, and it was, you know, matter of fact, many of them were all recorded on the same day, and it just wasn't something that was working out the way that I had hoped. And and the reality, it would, if gosh, if I could get everybody who was listening to podcast Answer Man to subscribe to and listen to every episode of those other shows, then it would have, I would have felt, I will would have felt really good about it. And I may have actually thought twice. But the reality was, is that an overwhelming majority of my community was missing out on extremely valuable content and the, and that's why I tell people I think it's better to have one show than it is to have three certainly better than to have one than than it is to have four or five and that is why I canceled all of those other shows and I said you know what instead of trying to create 3 or 4 or 5 hours of content for all of these you know an hour each of these shows or even 30 minutes of each of these shows it, instead of trying to do all of those things how about i create one show each week and bring only the best of the conversation only bring the best because the reality is what if some week you don't even there's really very little news in the social media space i know that sounds crazy but yeah it happens and I mean, for example, you know, Eric Fisher emailed me last night and says, "Hey, are we going to do a social media segment?" And I said, "Let me ask you, Eric, do you have anything other than Instagram direct messaging, you know, that that you want to talk about?" And he says, "Not really." I said, "All right, well, let How about we wait until you know there's something new comes along?" Um, I have some topics, and and to be honest with you, I, I I've got some things, some big mindset issue things that I want to kind of bring to the of the show this week. And he says, absolutely cool. So we'll come back and we may talk about Instagram direct messaging. We may not. I don't know. It may be a non-issue. I haven't even seen it being used very much with the people that I'm connected with. So we'll see. But the reality is, is that I wanted to actually bring not just anything and everything related to all of those topics, but I wanted to bring some of the best. And I wanted to spend More time. I wanted to spend the same amount of time, you know, which is, you know, an hour or more. Sometimes it's at least two or three hours. And I'd like to spend that much time preparing, not for three or four different shows. I'd like to spend that same amount of time preparing for one show that instead of being four hours is one hour and basically only bringing the best. And that was the idea. And that is why Podcast Answer Man became more than just about podcasting. It came more than it became more than just the technical. Let me answer your questions about what piece of equipment you might need to achieve this outcome for your podcast. It's because I had a passion, a deep-seated passion, to share mindset uh, issues uh, about growing your brand. I, I wanted to talk about relationship issues. And, and how to build real, genuine, authentic relationships that make a positive impact in people's lives through social media, and it's not just about how to sell them something. That's a very deep passion of mine. Uh, I wanted to talk about business technology because I am a super uber geek when it comes to productivity and organization, and I know that many people out there love that, and I wanted to bring all of that into Podcast Answer Man, and I've been doing that, I, I, technically speaking, I was doing it prior to to January two thousand five, but I was not giving you my best of that stuff. Instead, when I actually canceled those other shows as of January two thousand twelve, I I had it, it had changed, and and this show has benefited greatly from that decision, and my subscription base has gone way up. Now, I will tell you this. When I made that very intentional decision to make Podcast Answer Man more than about the technical answers to the very direct, I mean, absolutely 100% tied to this concept and the technology of podcasting, when I made that decision, I will tell you that initially I lost about 10% of my audience. Uh, In fact, I just got an email recently uh, that said, gosh, Cliff, I listened to your most recent episode of Podcast Answer Man, where you talked about the smart lab microphone. Wow, it was so amazing. And so much so that I went and I updated your uh, my written review for your podcast because to be honest with you, Cliff, I quit subscribing to your podcast, quit listening to it quite some time ago because I felt like you lost your way. You were no longer talking about this. You were talking about uh, you were talking about social media and business and marketing and and stuff like that, and as, and I have other sources for that information, and I really like it when you're laser focused just on answering on how I can take my podcast, the technology of my podcast, to the next level. And man, I you really hit it the nail on the head with last week's episode, and and uh, keep up the great work. I'm here, for, you know, again, blah blah blah. And I and I wrote back to this individual, and I said, you know, I appreciate your your very honest feedback. But the reality is, is last week's episode, episode number 337, if you were to take the most recent 50 episodes of my podcast, it was one of my least favorite, or not necessarily my least favorite, but one of my least passionate episodes of Podcast Answer Man. And in fact, I kind of just, I phoned it in, if you will. I kind of just threw it together. Uh, And the reality was, is when I recorded episode 337 on December 12th, it was the final week of my final podcasting A to Z course for 2013. And I was just working around the clock, making sure to answer all the last minute questions for make absolutely making certain that everybody who had a goal to launch their podcast by the end of the course, that that goal was a reality. And I did achieve that. So um, I was I got up. Thursday morning, and I'm like, okay, I've got to answer these questions, and then I, I'm like, oh my gosh, i got to put together an episode of Podcast Answer Man, so I went to the voicemail feedback hotline, downloaded, uh, I think, four or five questions, uh, technical questions off the voicemail feedback hotline, and I'm like, yep, I'll answer that one, yep, I'll answer that one, actually, I downloaded a couple more, and I said, eh, I'm not going to touch that one, uh, and then I I did pull in all those questions, and I answered them, and, and I did that, and by the way, I still enjoy doing those questions, but I don't enjoy having it that laser focused on those questions I I enjoy sprinkling those in, sprinkling those topics in from time to time and and so really that's not that's not the show that I want to create. And so when I started thinking about this and of course it's not the show that it is definitely not the show that I have created and by the way, you know get, I'll give you a feeling one of the people who are in my target audience, is um, Michael Hyatt. Now, I don't, you know, I, I'm i not in under any illusion that Michael Hyatt is going to be somebody who listens to my podcast all the time, all right? But the reality is, is that there are many times that, and, and as far as I know, he still listens to me on a weekly basis. He's a really good friend of mine. But when um, Michael Hyatt was interviewed by Eric Fisher on his podcast, um, Beyond the To-Do List podcast, he was like, hey, I want to know what are some of your top podcasts that you would recommend that you listen to? And this is what Michael Hyatt said. Listen to this. What are some of the go-to podcasts that you can suggest for listeners out there? Well, let me just look at my list here. I'm going to pull up. I use Downcast as the app on my iPhone. Um, I can tell you that I listen to Cliffs every week. And I've told Cliff this on on the phone before, but the reason I like his is not as much for the podcast information which is terrific, but I just find him so inspirational. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're you're referring to Podcast Answer Man, right? Podcast Answer Man. Okay. I, I just I love that. So there you go. It's not necessarily for the technical information, but I find it inspirational. And 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 by the way, Michael's not the only person to say this. It's it's one of the only times that I actually went back and and had somebody say something like that in a podcast interview where I actually went back and recorded it and and queued it up as an, a, as an audio clip I can pull up at will. But the reality is, is I get a ton of feedback from people, especially since I made this decision back in January 2012 to to bring my A game of all the things that I'm passionate about and that are relevant to people who are at least the target audience that I'm trying to reach with podcasting. And I get the overwhelming feedback. Yes, I will tell you, approximately, if I had to guess, I, it's about 10% of my audience, which is that I would never talk about anything other than technology tools related directly to podcasting technology. Um, and, 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 and the reality is that's not what I want to create. And, and my overall audience tells me it's not, I don't tune in because, because I need technical advice on podcasting. I know that you're an expert at that. You've got the answers. But what I really appreciate your, from your show is when, oftentimes, when you are answering questions, it's how you communicate. It, it, you know, they they love it when somebody says, "Hey, Cliff, how can I grow my audience? I only have so many people." And when I talk about, man, do you understand the value of one person? And so people love to hear it's not just about the technical skills related to podcasting, but it's. What does podcasting offer? You know, it, 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 it's kind of like podcasting with a purpose. It, it's kind of, what is, it's, and, and by the way, it, there's nothing wrong with podcasting with the purpose to prosper. There's nothing wrong with podcasting with the purpose of, of selling things. I, I, have, I am not opposed to that at all. But I also love podcasting with the purpose and the main goal and the intended focus of having a positive impact on people's lives. And I'm not even opposed to the mindset of actually doing both and having those intertwined or not having them intertwined. It it I there there's so many things that can be done through podcasting. And so I like I like all of that stuff. But here is where finally it, and it, I was reading The Millionaire Messenger by Brendan Bouchard. And this book had a quote in it, and it kind of really helped me emphasize my and, and and reinforce my thinking when it comes to um this idea of what i what what is podcast answer man and how do i communicate and explain what podcast answer man is and i'll just read you this quote right out of the book it says this it says if you're just an author and don't know anything about speaking seminars coaching consulting and online marketing then you are boxing in your message and leaving millions of dollars on the table. That, that's if you're an author, if you're just an author. What about this? He says, if, a speaker, if there's a speaker who doesn't understand online marketing, they're doomed to a life on the road away from the family. What about if you're a coach? Coaches who do not know how to monetize their knowledge through books suffer and so on. So if you're a speaker, you should learn about social media, online marketing, products and services, membership sites, uh, and, and all this stuff. If you are a coach, you should know about all these things. If you're an author, you should know about all these things. If you're a podcaster, you should know about all of these things. And so this one friend that emailed me last week and said, Cliff, you know, you had pretty much lost your way. And last week's episode shows me that you're right back on track and I'm like whatever uh, and but the thing is is he said one of the things he said in his email to me he says i don't want to hear on I, I when i tune into podcast answer man i don't want to hear about speaking i don't want to hear about business mindset and i don't want to hear about social media i've got other sources for those things and do you want to know my what my response to that is and i actually did, gave this response to this person My response to that is, as far as I'm concerned, there is no other source online anywhere on the internet that has my thoughts, my feelings, and my personal experiences with public speaking, with uh, social media, with business mindset, with productivity, with entrepreneurship and building your business. Nobody out there, I mean, do we all go through a lot of the things? Yes, but how we interpret what's going on in our life, there's nobody else has my perspective on those things. And so as far as I'm concerned, am I going to do a podcast episode on, a podcast Answer Man episode on public speaking? Absolutely. Do I think that it is value to somebody who is out there who is listening to Podcast Answer Man for podcasting advice, absolutely, I think you should care about public speaking. I think public speaking is one of the greatest ways to market your podcast and grow your audience. Get out there and speak at a conference. Speak for free. Get in front of 200 people and wow them with your message. And then make it clear that you have an audio podcast that, man, if you thought this was good, you should check out my weekly show. Yes, I think you should be. You should be. You should consider public speaking. At least think about how it could potentially help you. Um, do you? Do I? Do I think that podcast answer man should include topics about um, selling products and services? Absolutely. You want to? Do you know how many people who come to me and say, "Cliff, I just want to know how to, I can make money with my podcast, so I can get behind the microphone and see the dollar signs just roll on in." And I'm like, seriously. Yeah, and, and, of course, what they mean is I want to get an advertiser who's going to pay me, you know, so where I can grow my audience to where the advertising brings in $2,000 an episode. And I'm like, okay, well, that's possible if you do, you know, this crazy. But what if what if you never have an audience that size? Is that okay with you? And if you don't, what if I could tell you that with an audience of 2,000 people, you could make a very, very good living? I'm talking... You know, over sixty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a year with an audience, audience of two thousand people—is that not valuable? Well, I think it is, and that's why I talk about business mindset. That's why I talk about products and services. And by golly, I, I can tell you right now, prior to last week, there were two episodes focused very heavily on 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 Twitter specifically, and it was amazing. The results that came out of that. The number of people who said, We're taking Twitter back. I love it. The number of people who said, Oh my gosh, I just looked through my Twitter stream, and you're right. It is nothing but links to content. Wow. And, and it's like, Yeah. And, it, I, and I, it, the reality is, it wasn't always like that. And it doesn't have to be like that. You can use Twitter differently. And I love that I had that kind of impact and that not just myself, but also Eric as well. Thank you, Eric. For coming and having those conversations with me, things that I've been kind of, uh, you know, holding back and and kind of silently suffering, if you will, in some ways. And uh, anyway, that's why. Yeah, I I think that if you're number one, if you're listening to this, you're either somewhat, you're either a podcaster or you're somewhat interested in podcasting, uh, potentially getting ready to start one. And yes, there are some of you who are like, man, if I could just get the next podcasting te- tip or technique from Cliff, that's going to be great to take my show to the next level. And guess what? I will certainly continue to sprinkle that in as well. A little icing on top of the cake and and stuff like that. But the reality is, is that my target audience are s- entrepreneurs, people who are uh, managing a an organization, solopreneurs, coach business coaches, authors, speakers and and other people who are and most of the time doing this full time or in the process of doing of getting to the place where they want to do this full time, where they want to leave their day job. That's my target audience. I'm totally cool with the fact that you're let's just say you're listening to me right now and you happen to be a full-time employee and you love your job and you have no desire to leave it and no desire to create your own business on the side. I am totally cool with that. Let me just say if you have, if you're if you're podcasting and you're podcasting just as a hobby and it's just your it's just your fun time, me time, I totally get that as well. Podcasting was that for me for 18 months. And it's still that there's a part of me that still does that with other shows. So I, I get that and I love that. But when it comes to Podcast Answer Man, why did I create Podcast Answer Man? I created this Podcast Answer Man podcast so that I could build a business around consulting and coaching where I could actually be paid to teach people how to podcast. And this podcast has been extremely successful in doing that. And who are the people that hire me? Well, I learned over time it's people who are entrepreneurs or people who are managers of organizations solopreneurs, coaches, freelancers, and a majority of them do it full-time or are in the process of wanting to do it full-time. And so I made it, I learned who, where, more. what is it, my friend Ray Edwards will tell you that it's the 80-20 rule. You know, I learned where 80% of my income came from, and, or yeah, it, and it came from 20%, and I made that 20% my target audience, and guess what happened? more than 20% of my audience now is in my target audience because I create content with them in mind. So that is why there, the podcast, by the way, podcast answer man is not changing from, from today moving forward. There will be no change in podcast answer man from what actually happened since January, 2012. So, uh, the, the change that I am talking about in my opening script, that change happened in January 2012. That means that happened two years ago. I've already been living out what I've what I'm starting to communicate in my new opening script. I've been doing it for two years. The th- reality is though, is that my old script, this is the podcast about podcasting helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years or you haven't quite yet recorded your first episode, there's something. we The the thing is, is the, the script is, is this still a podcast about podcasting? Yes, it is. Is it still a podcast that is great for people who are brand new podcasters? Yes, it is. Is it a podcast that's great for people who have been podcasting for many years? Yes, it is. Is it still a great podcast? Uh, Even if you haven't yet recorded your first podcast episode, yes, it is. And the reality is, is even if you have zero intention on ever creating an audio podcast, this is still a great podcast for you. But the reality is, is my, my, uh, you know, hidden secret desire is the fact that some of you who are listening to my voice who said... Wow, I, I've heard Cliff of this Cliff Ravenscraft guy. I've been told to check him out, and I'm listening to his podcast. I have no desire to do a podcast, but gosh, Michael Hyatt says this is a go-to podcast, not just for podcasting, but I just am so inspired by the content, I'm going to check this out. And then all of a sudden, you're listening to not just one episode, but you hit the subscribe button. You listen to three or four weeks, and then, and I, I'm I'm just going to be upfront with you. I think that there's going to be a point in time where you're going to understand it's like I've got a lot of influence in your life. Because you're letting me speak to you for up to an hour every single week. And I'm starting to help you see and think things differently than you did before. And you're going to realize that that's happening because of an audio podcast. And it wouldn't have been happening if you you had heard about my blog. It wouldn't have happened if you were watching my YouTube videos occasionally. But because you are subscribed and listening to my voice on a weekly basis... You understand there's a lot more power to this audio podcasting thing than you ever thought about before. And yep, I'm ready to take the plunge. I do want to create a podcast. I, I'm not gonna hide this from you guys. Come on, guys. This is what podcast answer man's about. So am I changing my opening script? Did you hear it today? It is it is it is different, and it's gonna take a lot for me to get used to saying it. But here's that new script. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your podcast, your business, and your life to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to the online world or if you have been doing this for many years, this is the podcast for you. A show to remind us that we can all do something to take our podcast and everything else we do in life to the next level. There you go, my friends.
1: Hello, my children. I am the Maharishi Yogi, and this is my path to enlightenment. Babar, quiet. I just fed you. I'm trying to record over here. When I was a boy, the sound of rain falling on a tin roof was my time to dream. And I would slowly drift off into my dream world. And now, put your hands together for the man who is always wearing a silk robe, the Maharishi Yogi. But unfortunately for me, the cheers of the crowd never came. Then one day, the universe gave me a course correction that I was so badly in need of. I discovered Cliff Ravenscraft's Podcast Mastermind. Since then, I have found an amazing group of like-minded entrepreneurs who are making a positive difference in the world. i found a place where I felt welcome, where everyone knew my name and my dreams and my goals. Since joining the Podcast Mastermind, I have been on a path of true enlightenment. Because of the interaction with the other members of the Mastermind group, I find that I have more focus and greater confidence in myself and my abilities. I am constantly encouraged to take my own personal and professional growth to the next level. If it were not for my participation in the Podcast Mastermind, I would not have the amazing platform that I have today. Visit podcastmastermind.com because I think there's a guru inside of you. Sit, Babar. Sit. Good elephant. Yes, I'm done recording now.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Special thank you to my good friend and podcast mastermind member, Albert Hafazi. I have talked about Albert in the past. If you guys have not done so already uh, when I talked about him before, go to alberthathazi.com. That's A-L-B-E-R-T, Albert. Hathazi is H-A-T-H-A-Z-I. Albert is just amazing uh, in his entertainment value that he brings to anything and everything that he does. Um, He is an Elvis impersonator. Actually, he, he does that. He's a part of some kind of, uh, I think they call it a tribute group, where he does Elvis impersonation, and he sounds dead on. He does also all kinds of uh, voice work with um, folks, helping them uh, brand whatever it is they want to do. He has uh, the voice of Christopher Walken down perfectly, and... Uh, just other voice characters, he can do a lot. But uh, if you're interested in having somebody create like a fun and comedic sort of uh, sort of opening intro to your podcast, my friend Albert Hathazi can do some pretty interesting stuff. So anyway, that is his uh, rendition of my promo for the podcast, Mastermind. If you guys are interested in more information, head over to podcastmastermind.com. Our next topic that I want to bring up here... Real quickly, is evergreen content. I just got back from Nashville, Tennessee, where I actually uh, went down for a mastermind group that I am a part of. So I was driving on the road, uh, which is about four and a half hours to Nashville, and then on the way home, I hit tons of traffic. So I probably drove for about six and a half hours on the way back. So let's do this, 4.5. Uh, plus 6.5 yep, that's 11 and and then during the morning like during the evening before I, as I was going to bed and you know getting ready for bed and, and then in the morning when I was actually getting up and getting ready in the morning, the the day that I was there and then even the second day that I was there, um, a total of two more hours. So that is a total of 13 hours I spent listening to podcasts. What else am I going to listen to, right? Well, let me tell you, I listened to 13 hours of one podcast. And that podcast is from my good friend, Father Roderick Von Hogan. And it was his Secrets of the Hobbit. Um, Secrets of the Hobbit. You can uh, just do a search on Google for Secrets of the Hobbit, and it'll take you to his SQPN site. Or you can just do Secrets of the Hobbit in iTunes and pull it up. But I'm a huge fan of the Peter Jackson interpretation of the Tolkien uh, world of Middle Earth. And I I fell in love with the movies, The Lord of the Rings, and I decided when they announced that they were going to do The Hobbit, I was going to read the book and I was going to totally take in these movies and become just like really ingrained in it and i got really excited about it for a while and then the movie came out i watched the movie i saw it like 5 times and and then i kind of just faded out for a while and then of course this new movie was coming out and as soon as the buzz started coming out i was like oh i got to finish reading the hobbit because i had only read up to the point where the movie the first movie went to so i went ahead and finished the book and I loved it. And then I went and saw the movie. And I really, really, really enjoyed the second movie. And uh, I've already seen the second movie twice. And I re-watched the first movie. And I I just started thinking, man, I really love this story. I want to hear more talk about the story. And what I did is I actually went back like all the way to episode 30-something of The Secrets of the Hobbit. Because I had already listened to the first, you know, thirty some odd episodes, and what was going on is they were actually talking about speculation about what was going to be in the movie, the first movie of The Hobbit. That's a majority of the content, and it was they recorded it over the course of over a year, and every they for a while they were doing it on a weekly basis. And they would talk about production video blogs that Peter Jackson was putting online when they had movie trailers. They would do episodes where they go screen by screen. And what they were doing is they were talking about news sites and and just little tidbits that was coming out from interviews from the cast. and they were trying to speculate, you know who is what are they going how are they going to adapt this book into a movie? And I fell in love with the way that they communicate this because now had having had read the book, I was familiar with the the, more of the characters and understood some of their reasons why I hope they don't do this I hope they do do this and of course I've already seen now the first two movies and they were most of this conversation is speculating about the first movie and it was so fun to hear them speculate about something it's like nope that's totally not how it's going to be all don't worry about that I know you're really upset because of this announcement but man it's going to be trust me they did it perfectly and they're like well there's just not going to I mean if they end the story here it's not going to have any kind of Action, what are they gonna do? It's gonna be so boring. And it's like, oh, but if you only knew it's it was it was awesome. And so it was so much fun to listen to that. And I, I found myself listening to 13 hours. And as far as I am concerned, I almost wished my drive was longer. I'm not kidding you. And by the way, I ran out of content. Actually, no, I I, I think I still have I still have one more episode uh that, that's leading up to the second movie. But anyway, I share that to say that this was evergreen content. I will tell you right now, I feel more, and of course, Father Roderick von Hogan's a very good friend of mine, but... but- this, this is the closest I felt to Father Roderick in a long time. And I just I just spent 13 hours listening to Father Roderick. And then he has a co-host on most of those episodes, David Kale. I feel like I know David Kale very well. So much so that I bet you if, if all of a sudden I heard news about the third movie and, and some kind of breaking uh, news about how they're going to end this thing or the Battle of Five Armies or something like that, or even what if they even announce it's like, oh, here's the official title for the third movie. If all of that comes out, I bet you I know how David Kale would respond to that because I had listened to so many hours of him. And then of course Inga Lutz as well, I was on many of these episodes, and I know how she would respond and and, and so I get to really know these folks. And after thirteen hours, I consider these people as go to authorities on Tolkien and The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and and not just for a fictional story, but how this fictional story is really very exciting. And so I just want to just bring up the topic of evergreen content and tell you that um, it, it, it's extremely valuable. And, and oftentimes I like to create some podcasts, uh, creating it from the beginning with evergreen content in mind. Uh, one of the shows that I did this with, with was the Virtual Assistant Podcast. You can go to virtualassistantpodcast.com. There are 38 episodes of that podcast, and it doesn't matter when you tune into those 38 episodes. Start with episode one, work yourself to 38, and you will find that that content's just as valid and valuable today as it was the day I created it more than three years ago. And, and, and the reason I know that is because hundreds of people continue to reach out to me every single month and tell me, I love the virtual assistant. I just I just found that podcast over a month ago. I've listened to every episode, and now I'm listening to your podcast Answer Man show. So not only is evergreen content great because people can consistently find it even years after you create it, but also it's a great marketing strategy, not necessarily that all the time I'm thinking about marketing strategy, although sometimes I am, um, but it is a great gateway content marketing strategy. So you create 10 episodes, 15 episodes to something that's evergreen. Every episode is evergreen about a very important strategic topic, and you put it out there, and some people complain, oh, I hate iTunes. You know why I hate iTunes? Because yeah, there's 200 and some odd thousand podcasts, but 60% of them haven't had a new podcast episode in years. Well, uh, that stinks for you, but it sure is great for me uh, as somebody who created over three years ago the Virtual Assistant Podcast, which is still leading hundreds of people every month, hundreds of people every month from that podcast into Podcast Answer Man. And guess what? It seems like almost every session of podcast, podcasting A to Z has one or two students in that class who signed up for that course as a result of a re- uh, finding the virtual assistant podcast, oftentimes within the last six months. So there you go. I mean, it, I, I think it's a great thing. And so, um, you know, are, are, have you been podcasting for a while and uh, you've been thinking about, you know, covering a topic? Why not create a specific podcast for 10 episodes or 15 episodes? And just, you could even say it at the beginning. Hey, I'm going to cover, I'm going to, this. this podcast is going to be 10 episodes or 15 episodes devoted to specifically this. And let it sit out there and continue to build. And and if you create evergreen content going in from the beginning, it's amazing how you can share things at the end of the episode or work it in somewhere within the body of the episode where it can continue to lead people to your content. And not only that, but it's also a valuable tool to market uh, to other people who are listening to your existing show. So Sometimes I'll be in an interview and somebody'll say, you know, hey, you know, I I heard you had I once heard you had a virtual assistant. I you know what? I do. And if all of a sudden that becomes something that's so interesting to them, I can say, "Did you know that I have a podcast called The Virtual Assistant Podcast over at virtualassistantpodcast.com?" And then I just said that in an interview and the next thing you know, somebody who might have been tuning into the interview where the host of the show was interested in bringing me in to talk about the benefits of podcasting. And the audience are out there like saying, oh, I'm not interested in podcasting. But all of a sudden, they are interested in virtual assistants. And they weren't expecting to get that, but they were listening. They were tuning in. They're really uh, dialed in to the host of the of the show, the guy who's doing the interview. And so it's like there's got to be some value in here for me. And next thing you know, I, I just briefly mentioned the virtual assistant podcast over at virtualassistantpodcast.com. All of a sudden, a couple of those people go and check that out. And then after 38 episodes, guess what? They're a little bit more interested in Cliff Ravenscraft. Same has happened, by the way, with the Hunger Games podcast over at HungerGamesPodcast.com, Twilight Saga podcast over at um, TwilightSagaPodcast.com, and several other podcasts that are like that, creating evergreen content that, you know what, when people feel like, oh, I want to go into that, I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. I'd love to hear what other people thought about that, what other people speak from their experience about that. So creating evergreen content. And by the way, there are some episodes of your existing weekly shows that you you may be doing. And occasionally, I will purposely create either an evergreen segment or an entire evergreen episode Within my regular podcast. Now, here's the thing I know with Podcast Answer Man um, that, yeah, it's it's a show that, uh, you know, some of the content can, you know, is here today, gone tomorrow. You know, for example, you can no longer get an Eterol an R-09HR recorder because they don't make them anymore. Um, there's old, old, old episodes that talk about, you know, certain equipment that you used to do for telephones. And to be honest with you, today, I recommend that you use Skype, uh, for telephone calls and, and, and things like that change. But occasionally there are some episodes where, you know what, go to podcastanswerman.com slash Y, W-H-Y, or go to podcastanswerman.com slash occupation, or go to podcastanswerman.com slash growing hyphen your hyphen audience. Yeah, so I, keeping in mind that you have the ability to create some evergreen content and it could be years down the road that that becomes available or becomes, it could be years down the, vo- down the road that it's still providing value to people and it's still leading people to who you are as an expert in whatever field it is that you happen to be speaking about. And with that, my friends, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up early. Speaking of wrapping things up, did you know that Christmas is less than a week away? Unbelievable. Where did 2013 go? I'll tell you, I, for one, am extremely grateful for all the many blessings that I've experienced here in 2013, much of which has to do with All of the amazing response that I have received from you in this community, I thank each and every one of you who have told others about LearnHowToPodcast.com, my free tutorial. I thank each of you who have purchased my digital training tutorials online. I thank those of you who have purchased equipment from my equipment page, attended webinars, came to conferences where I was speaking, and just... The comments on blog posts, on show notes, Facebook comments on my Facebook page, Twitter replies, coming to meetups, and just the encouraging feedback that I get from you guys on a consistent basis. Seeing that increase year after year after year has been a huge blessing, and I thank you for being a part of my life. And one of the things that I failed to mention is that uh, three days ago, Stephanie and I celebrated our eighth anniversary in podcasting. That's right. Eight years ago, we released our very first ever podcast episode to the world and never dreamed in a million years that we would ever get to this place. That it wasn't even an idea. It wasn't even a, a goal at the time. We were just playing around, having fun. And here I am today in this place. It's just, it's it's very humbling I'm very honored to have the opportunity, and I do understand and see the responsibility to be a good steward of of this platform that God has brought uh, into my life. So, again, very thankful for each and every one of you. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I will be back again next week, the day after Christmas, to record another episode for you guys. I'm not taking the week off, and uh, so I look forward to that. And oh yeah, real fast, I do believe I have some thank yous to folks who signed up for my Bluehost account. So let me just pop in here real fast and get that information. Uh, Actually, it's just one, okay, that's fine. Uh, Not just one, it is very, I'm very thankful for the one person who used my Bluehost affiliate link. University, what is this? University S-K-I bus? universityskybus.com so it's university s-k-i-b-u-s anyway thank you so much for using my Bluehost affiliate link if you want to learn more about my thoughts on hosting go over to podcastansormand.com slash hosting Merry Christmas and we'll see you next week
1: helping you take get